The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Join us in the shed as we continue a new frontier. In this episode, Lenore stays behind to help rebuild the infirmary and the city of Kingsbury. A huge thanks to Bridget for joining us from the beginning of this adventure. Come back soon. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from the Shed. Find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com on Spotify and other places. You can chat with us on Facebook. We're on there regularly checking out your comments and likes on our links. We are going to go around the table and say hi here. We'll start right here. Hey, this is Chris. I'm playing Uriel, the emulator, your friendly neighborhood Phoenix Fire Forge fire starter. All with PHs. Yes, uh-huh. yes, that is very important. <laughs> it's strong enough for a man. <laughs> it's strong enough for a man, but pH May. balance for a woman. I can just get that D to be the doctor fire. Uh, <laughs> It'd be the fuckter. The fuckter. <laughs> Hi. All right, Fockler. and I am Kelly. I'm playing yes, Trillium, the mostest, the druid. The most. The mostest? I don't know. <laughs> the most druid, druid with the in the party. Huh? <laughs> with That's the hiccups, yeah, that was Nobody me. else was more party. Um, then. Yeah, Sh- shouldn't have left her behind with the uh, at the tavern with the uh, <laughs> with the, the goldfish. Gold gold yeah. uh, and hey, this is Kurt. I am playing Breton, the ranger who is uh, about to track some stuff. And I'm Mike, the leastest, the leastest. <laughs> but I'm playing Larry Bernstein, pal, and Josia, go Joe, go Joe. And I am Joe. I am the game master for this. Dungeon World campaign, A New Frontier, set in our world of Paradisi. We are going to pick up where we left off, which was somewhere in Kingsbury, having discovered that the treasury had been ransacked. Um, Also, we had spent a little time in the last episode talking about things that we were going to do to help Kingsbury out. Who wants to talk about that? What were we doing? I can give a quick recap. Um, We started off the last episode uh, with a role that we don't use very often, the recruit role. And we kind of went to see how we could do recruiting other townspeople of Kingsbury to kind of help us rebuild the city. Um, So we got help. Um, Now, remember, most of the best people, the leaders, have been killed off by the undead. Um, But the people who were left came out to help us. And we slowly kind of moved through the city, killing the straggling undead who remained. Uh, Breton and Cloud um, went outside the walls and kind of worked on rallying the survivors out there and tracking um, undead out there, things like that. Oh, Um, and finding a druid. And I was just going to say, most importantly, uh, Cloud found our old friend Trillium. Um, She was not hiccuping at that point in time. Trillium Um, the mostest. But the party was very (laughs) glad to have her back. Um, After fighting undead and recruiting folks, we spent the night in the secret room, the panic room at the infirmary. Um, kind of had Trillium join back up with us and then uh, undertook a few side ventures, including Breton's uh, wanting to go and purchase, uh, but yep. all, I think kind of just taking over the uh, gurgling goldfish. Yep. Um, and then at the, towards the end of the episode, we decided we wanted to go check on the treasury um, and found that it had been raised to the ground and the fund, any funds that remained had been, it looked like uh, stolen or ransacked. Right. And as part of that, as part of helping to rebuild Kingsbury, Lenore is staying behind to help the infirmary, mainly because there's a lot of injured people who need help in Kingsbury. Mm -hmm. And she is uh, 
she has chosen as part of following Zoraika to both um, embrace the suffering and help to cure the suffering of the people of Kingsbury. So she has stayed behind for that. So we won't hear from Lenore in this episode directly, at least. The tracks. Um, as Breton is able to follow the tracks out of the, um, the rubble, you, know, you, you follow some kind of faint tracks that lead you outside of the rubble. As soon as you get to an area where the tracks are more clear, it is very um, clear to you that some of the tracks are, are the same as those, um, the things we attributed to uh, as being living statues in, in previous episodes, where it was something that was heavy, that was leaving deeper footprints in the ground. And um, an unmistakable dwarven footprint nearby that you can almost smell the foul smell of Drummond in the footprints. Drummond. Man, I'm a good tracker. Yeah. I, I don't just that's get, the I, use, I get I get that's names. the useful information <laughs> about your quarry. It also helps out that he has Drummond brand shoes that have <laughs> Drummond right across the whole. That's very helpful. Yeah. Hey, so. wasn't um, Mr. Drummond <laughs> the guy from Different Strokes? <laughs> I think you might be right. Mr. Drummond. Folks, it could no. be. I can't remember. Um, anyway, yeah. Drummond. 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 The evil dwarf. Who who remembers what? his role was so far well we thought he was the apprentice of jolly gerald but who knows he maybe he knew more than jolly gerald was he was kind like of playing the shop him. manager yeah. right yeah he could have just been playing we but we're not we're, we're sure what he was working on if it had something to do with like that sacred weapon or something or he had his own agenda he he left fairly quickly well right? yeah and he's got oh, these yeah. these like these like you know living statues doing his dirty work for him but we never knew what he was connected to if he was uh somebody's underling or if he's running the show Mm. You know. He was deeds. receiving the yeah. deliveries there for Jolly. Right. Jo- uh, yeah. Rod- what was Gerald. His name? <laughs> Jolly, Jolly Gerald. Gerald yeah. Yes. Oh. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. Yeah. I don't. I. I totally remember Drummond, and I remember the shop and everything. I don't have a super clear memory about the living statues. What was the deal with them? They were right at the very beginning of our adventure, when we had people sneaking in and stealing things mm-hmm. and. It wasn't Valshan, or no, it was Valshan at Valshan. that time. Mm-hmm. It was before we you were went stealing the certain metal Iraq. and stuff. They were right. they were stealing metals yeah. and things like that. Right. Um, when that. they were tracked and found, what they were were stone people. We called them living statues of some type. Oh. We called them gargoyles at one point too, but they're specifically not. Now gargoyles. I totally remember. I was thinking kind of metal. Uh, okay, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. I'm with they you. They were rock. I remember now. Yep. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't really categorize. We didn't really have a, like stone golems. Yeah. We didn't have a. Really I've called them living it. statues yeah. because <clears throat> no. it's easy. They're of humanoids, but they're not gargoyles. They're not monstrous. They're not golems. They're yeah. I completely am with you now. I was thinking kind of metal constructs, and I was like, I can't remember yeah. any metal constructs. Yeah, yeah. Were they made by humans, or are they that we don't know yet? Yeah. Natural. I should occurring? say that you don't know yet. Yeah, he okay. is completely <laughs> wrapped in mystery. This Drummond character. Okay. He, he might not even be a dwarf. Who knows right now? That's a good point. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, Laramie's just heard <laughs> stories from you, and you make yeah. him sound like some some kind of boogeyman. So he is, because man, you don't. He is definitely like, like you know, like something's not right with this guy, but you yeah. can't pin anything. You can't pin anything on this guy. He's mm-hmm. super sneaky. It's a good bad guy, actually. So the um, <laughs> the tracks lead west out of town. West. West, which is west, west is and east, which means you just stand still looking in two directions. <laughs> west is the beast at the same time. Um, so west out of town, uh, kind of leads back towards where you came from. 
Yeah. Uh, although, let me put it this way, because we have the whole map so thing. Kingsbury kids? is on the east side of the island, the big mm -hmm. island. When you go um, either east or west, uh, I'm sorry, east or south out of town, uh, you're closer to docks, right? right? Mm -hmm. West out of town, go straight out into the, I uh, want to call it wilderness, but straight yeah. out into the, the suburbs of Kingsbury. So there are a couple of smaller little establishments out there. And um, that's also where, uh, when <laughs> Breton had talked to Melissa of the strippers, um, she told him about the t uh, a couple of factions out there setting up camp. So there are camps out there of hundreds of people, you know, burning torches, um, a couple of banners flying. Um, it just seems like people that might be ready to come in and try and take over parts of Kingsbury. But if he took, like, all the, the treasure from the Horde, yeah. like, he could probably, it's so much that he would probably have to go fairly close, so maybe we can catch up. Maybe he's... Unless he got a boat down ride somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it's been a couple of days, depending yeah. on what kind of transportation he has, yeah? Yeah. So you can easily follow the tracks outside of town, and then it, because of all the stuff going on outside of town there, they, the tracks fade pretty quickly. I wonder if we can ask these people... You can, or you could ask these people to see if they've seen any dwarf milling about doing something. Or, you know, living statues. Well, that he's going to keep those guys out of sight. I yeah, it one. took you guys a little bit of effort to even see one the first time. Yeah. If I remember, the first time you saw one, it was just up in the shadows on the yeah. ceiling. Right. And somebody caught it as or saw it, yeah, it was as it cave. was running away. Yeah. 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 Did you guys actually kill one of these? Or? No, it got away. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was when we were in that Did cave. Did you attempt to kill one of them? Definitely. Fast or fast. And what? You don't see things out? you don't try to they kill. Is, they mean. escaped. <laughs> we couldn't, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're still in the, very much in the dark about him and his uh, minions. Mm. Um, so we came across some people? Outside of, of Kingsbury to the west, just a few hundred yards outside of town are some uh, camps pretty much on opposite sides of the road. One flying like blue and white banners, the other flying red and orange banners. And it looks like people from different parts of the island, the huge island of Kingsbury. Um, and they're probably just getting ready to come into the city and take over what they want. I say probably because they, what else would they be doing? They look, I mean, they look armed like a... Well, well there's both. Like I mean, there's both. They have. There are people that are armed, but um, there are also families and merchants, what have you. It looks like they just want to come in. They're just waiting for somebody to come and clear out all the undead, <laughs> like you know, you guys were doing. Yeah. Although you got about halfway through the city, maybe two thirds. We'll call it two thirds. This might be a good time to mention a minor change I made to my character okay. because I know the um, so Cloud's a boy. The listeners, no, Cloud's still a girl. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners at home are following oh, every perfect. single move. Well, uh, especially for you, wrapped attention. Yeah, and I had made a mistake at my level six. Um, we're, we're at level six, right? Mm -hmm. My level six choice. I took something that I was sex not eligible German. to take. So on the break, I switched it to special trick. Oh, which lets me choose a move from another class. And so long as I'm working with my animal companion, I have access to that move. And I took, since I'm a ranger tied to the land, I, use, I took a druid move, Eyes of the Tiger, which lets me physically mark an animal, and then that, I can see through the eyes of that marked animal wherever it goes. That's kind of cool. And since I can already talk with and understand animals, I thought this would expand my like, ability to scout at distance. Yeah, that is or, or cool. you know, in places it might be hard for us to get to. And... Trillium didn't have that move, so I had 
don't think I was stepping on her toes too much by taking it. It's there. all good. Cool. You could take a ranger move if it makes you feel better. I tried, but um, all your moves were shit. I know. Yours are really <laughs> I almost, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to take um, shape shifting, but I thought that might be stepping on her toes yeah, too really. much. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I tried like, to take It'd be like the moves. Wonder Twins. I know. I, I, thought, about it. I totally thought about yeah. it. That'd be amazing. <laughs> but then you could only take... Because it just says, you can, it says literally you could take a, um, any move. And I was like, yeah. wait, I could take Shapeshifter? Sure. They could do Wonder I Twins, mean, though. But it's funny because a lot of your moves, a lot of... There's your moves complemented the Druid moves that already exactly. I have. Exactly. So... Yeah, a lot exactly. of yours I couldn't really. I was gonna take a like from. cool wizard move or something, but I was like, it doesn't make sense with my character. Whereas this one makes sense. So yeah, um, I think it does. So my point here was, um, mm -hmm. you know, we may want to talk to these various groups and things, but I'd also mm -hmm. love to maybe call a hawk or a raven or something okay. and send a bird out to kind of scout looking for drum for uh, drumming. Yeah. yeah, drone strike. Good, good On idea. On that, I was going to ask: <laughs> Is like it that. nighttime or is it daytime? I would presume you guys are headed out in the morning. Yeah. Okay, morning. so it's morning. Yeah. Um, I was wondering because if it was nighttime, I'm imagining if I could maybe shape shift into like a bat or something that has like maybe um, heat detecting or. Sure, like, why not? You know, because if, and like, I don't know about these rocks, though, these rock people or these stone figures. We don't figures. know. We yeah, really that's don't That's something know. we really don't is know. Is that a, lot about a natural occurrence or is that. Well, from like, the Druid's perspective, from the Druid's perspe perspective, you've experienced these things before now. Your character has, and you know they're not natural. Well, sure. my character hasn't experienced yeah, yeah. these. Yeah, you, did. You, you did. You were oh, part did. of the party when we first saw them. Yeah. It's been like seven months yeah, or so. Drummond's all okay. season one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it might have been during the fireball episode. I mean, it's yeah, anything's possible. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Trillian we didn't really has a bad memory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> her lifestyle that's okay. kind of. Yeah. The halfling's <laughs> weed has dulled your mind. <laughs> exactly. Oh, dude, you should totally play that quirk for Trillian that she has a bad me bad memory. No, <laughs> I know. It, she does have the halfling I weed. I do. I have the halfling. That's all of your characters. <laughs> halfling pipe. I have that. Yeah. So, what does Trillian? halfling pipe say? I don't know. It just it's written there. I don't even. Oh, remember it, what. it gives you a plus one to parlay if you smoke with someone when you're trying to parlay. Yeah. That's mm. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should write that. That's down. Plus awesome. One That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, so anyways, um, so can I send my scout bird up? Um, let. I, I mean, I want to roll out of this. So let's do. How would you recruit a bird? Um, and I don't mean to use the word recruit as in the move. I mean, how would Breton find a bird? He's like, here, chick, 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 chick. That's a because great I, question. Yeah, I want to roll out of it to see how it turns out. Because your move... <laughs> Trillium's going to be like, no, no, you're doing it all right. you got to yeah. do it like that. Watch out. The move is just <laughs> that it works, right? There's nothing about the move that requires a roll. Correct. Right. So I want to roll. I have to be able to mark it physically. Right. With the with so the I want the roll to be how do you get the animal to you in a friendly manner so that you can right. carry this out. Right. Uh, what would that be? It's going to be a defy danger with something. Tell yeah. me your approach. I mean, in a perfect world, I'd have a, like, if I was trying to get a hawk or a raptor, I'd have a little bit of meat or something to try to draw it in. But I don't know right now with what okay. we're doing that I would have raw meat. So. Yeah. Um, I, I like what I, I heard, too. I think in a perfect too, world, uh, you just go. 
Hey, Druid, could you be a bird? <laughs> what? I was going to say, do you want me to just... Well, we're in shit something and not with the party. Exactly, oh, that's yeah. why I took this was so that yeah. she could... It gives me an opportunity to just bring some news back after you guys do some interaction. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 I, so let's say I would speak in a hawk, and I would announce that um, there's going to be a hawk orgy 25 yards that way in three minutes. <laughs> Really hot hawks. Any hawks want to come? Uh, um, <laughs> and just see what happens. All right. Excuse what me? stats that going to be, everybody? What do we think that would be? Uh, what call that when, you out, when you shout as a bird, hawk orgy, that's got to be charisma. Charisma, yeah. for sure. All right, all right. We got that. So, right. Kurt, defy some danger. With we got charisma. a plus one Because the danger, of course, is they think that you're the target of the orgy. <laughs> and you might, you might be uh, piercing yeah, damage. Yes, you might be ganged up on with some hawks here. Shortly. Awesome! I rolled an eight plus one nine. All right, so that's not and so bad. I could make that a ten, but I don't think it's probably worth it here. I mean, it's super worth it. You have three chips. <laughs> yeah, I would say I would say to avoid any complications <laughs> by your approaching hawk orgy. You oh, might yeah. want to use a chip. <laughs> Although I'd love to see Joe, I'd love to see what complications for the hawk orgy you come up with. Why don't we use a chip? Yeah, all right, because you <laughs> might give birth to some kind of hawk thing in a few months if you don't. That's pretty cool. All right, that so would be cool. Brett and lays an egg. <laughs> Brett and lays an that's egg. A, that's, <laughs> a, that's a title. <laughs> it is. All right, so that takes me down to two chips remaining and gives me a 10 on the roll. Okay, so a hawk with a boner shows up. And how do you mark? Oh my god, do hawks have like those uh, weird corkscrew oh boners geez. that those like ducks tigers. have? <laughs> what? You the know ducks, ducks with... have like corkscrew Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, So they can stay together in the water. Um, yeah, do hawks I thought it was for opening like wine bottles or something. There's that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, I do have several dirty thoughts about the ways that I could mark this hawk. I'm yeah. just going to say that I take a little bit of dirt from the ground and put it on his right wing. And, uh, so it's going to fly in circles. Just right. a little bit. Just a little smear. Okay. Hey, man, what, where's the hawks at? <laughs> where's the, where's the hawks at? Where does hawks at? <laughs> where's, um, what does the mark look like? How is it identifiable? I'm curious. What's Breton's mark? Yeah. Oh, mm, that's a good question. Because I want to read it, or I want to play it as it reads, not like make a hawk dirty and you can look through its eyes. Oh. Those hawks are already dirty. Yeah. They showed up for an orgy. <laughs> Seriously. They're like, hey, um, what was this one called? Eye of the Tiger? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a great question. How about... Um, you have to sing the song to summon the hawk. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a half circle with yeah. a line straight through it. So like a really oh, it's simple... Oh, a croissant. Bird. We talked about croissants uh-huh. last episode. It's not yeah. a croissant. <laughs> It's like a croissant is a half circle with a line in the middle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a croissant. Or it's a dirt croissant. Or a simple bow and arrow. Okay. Oh, go. that makes a little more sense. Yeah. Kind of. I like Sorry. the croissant better. Do you croissant think the hawk girls will like this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is this a new look for me? <laughs> By the way, that's the hawk talking to you because you understand them. Scraw. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Apparently, this is Batman hawk. Yeah. And then I'm gonna put a black. Ri- I'm gonna on one of his talents. I'm just gonna put a black like uh, swinger hawk ring. Nice. He's gonna be like, I'm open for business. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bracelet and everything. I got a bracelet and everything. <laughs> I'm in the fly style. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <clears throat> so what is it you wanted? So once you've made that mark, you can now see through the hawk's eyes. This would be a new experience for you. 
And I, I mean, based on the way nature channels portray this, uh, birds of prey pretty much have tunnel vision. They see what's right in front of them. So that's what you'll see. Uh, what is it you're sending the hawk up to do? It's almost, to me, I'm right. going to picture so you, it. It's like looking through binoculars. Right. So you do see what's right in front of them, but when they're searching for food, they're looking Oh, yeah, they everywhere. can, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and so I'm going to tell him that I'm looking, we're looking, uh, you know, someone came this way, probably a little short guy and some weird-looking big stone dudes. Uh, just go see if you can find them. You know, don't go more than 10 miles that way. And then... What would the hawk say to that, Mike? Uh, are the hawk ladies there? Like I, I was told, there would be an orgy. Here. Uh, my, I didn't know it was business time. <laughs> my taking, corkscrew is ready to go. Corkscrew is ready to go. The ladies are taking a little longer to get here than I thought, oh, but goodness. I promise, my word is bond. They'll be here when you get back, Trillium. They'll be here when he gets back, right? Yeah, I can be, guarantee. Be one, there'll hawk. be at least one really hot hawk here when you get back. Oh shit! I mean, uh, maybe. Uh, all right, <laughs> and uh, there'll either be a couple of dogs or one really good looking. Highly verbose. Uh, it better be good. <laughs> it better not be I'm real. Better be good hawks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm try not to like dip and dive too much because I might get a little nauseous. Here, just so <laughs> I make no promises. All right, well, just, just do your best. <laughs> Scraw. Scraw. Showed up for an okay. orgy. So you did dirtied you just, his um, I might have just charged me I'm, with finding lady hawks for this guy. You either, or did you, you just like pit me out? To be I this think you got guy's lady hawk. So you know when you um, when you raise money, it's either give or get. You either have to get people to donate, and if you can't, then you have to give. Okay. Your yeah. give or get here. Okay. <laughs> now the thing is, I'm about to go fishing for some hawks. When you need hawks for an orgy, you go to Trillium the mostest. Oh God! Right? That's what. That's just what you do. Uh-huh. I mean, I'll I'll work with you, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be focused here uh-huh. on seeing what he's seeing. This so. is gonna be like distracting. This is going to be, you have one screen and one eye in the real world and the rest. So, like, wearing Google Glass or something. Something Ooh, weird. I would also imagine that the you're, first few be, times I use this, it might yeah. be a little disconcerting. Your equi- equilibrium will equilibrium. be off. You will, uh... Maybe you have to sit yeah. on the ground or something. You could probably just ride a trillium again, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and puke on her back if you could yeah. I don't know. I don't want to wear yeah. anyone out if she might have to fuck a hawk later. <laughs> exactly. You know, I got a lot she of pressure on to. me right now. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Welcome back, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me big time. Um, so with that, the hawk goes off. Uh-huh. Um, and you see... Uh, as the hawk flies past, you see these camps on both sides of the road, and it looks like each one has a little uh, a war tent um, where th- they're probably the, the important people are hanging out there, and there are plenty of little um, campfires. It, it look it looks like big groups of people camping, um, but you know they're flying their banners. They're getting ready to go into the city. It doesn't look like there's anything violent at all going on. Maybe just people thinking that they can go in and take over the city peacefully rather than forcefully the hawk flies past that and we'll take a few minutes to see what you guys are doing now that we just talked about hawk orgies for 15 minutes right. <laughs> well, well trillium's doing her makeup and making well, sure orgies. she looks, looks yeah. good for the night no she's i'm possibly trying to find ladies so i don't have to be the one that gets you know so you're the one that's being the pimp yes uh. Yeah, I'm trying to be the pimp. You're the madam. (laughs) Not the pimpy. Not the hawk harem. I don't think it'll be too hard for Trillium to find a couple of hawks. I picture, though, like, I'm trying to talk to the people, and behind me I hear, 
uh, Trillium just going, Scree! Scree! <laughs> 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 and she's a, she got this wide brim hat and a furling fur coat on. And, <laughs> well, so I can talk with my hawk. I should really get your name since we're going to, you know, we can. The hawk's name? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Eric. Eric. <laughs> so, uh, Eric, I need a couple of uh, s- uh, good selling points for the lady hawks here. But, uh, you know, if you were writing a little online profile here, what would you uh, want to send out to the ladies? I, I, I feel like I got some strong wings. Ooh, ladies <laughs> I, uh, like strong wings. I got good talents. And, uh, <laughs> a man of many talents. I, I like long uh, flights on the beach. I'm a very gentle hawk lover. <laughs> oh, well, they won't all like that, but some will. Well, <laughs> some of them want it rough, dude. Yeah, 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 I mean... You can't, you can't have all, all <laughs> I guess. All right, he has Shulim, impeccable got, taste. Shulim, you oh, got that? Oh. oh. Okay, I got that, yeah. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> I'll be here all day. <laughs> we want to question any of these people. See if they, that uh, Mike was just mentioning yeah, that right. Laramie might be talking to folks. So um, you get people from... I'm sorry, I got to go back to that map for a second. You get mm-hmm. people from um, Walsh. And Bainham, which are two cities mm-hmm. or towns in between Kingsbury and St. Angelique. And those are the two banners that are flying. And um, the general gist you get from people is that um, they're just looking for another place to live. And they hear Kingsbury has been sacked and they would like to come help out. Well, I mean, I appreciate that. I'm sure they could use all the help they can get. So, uh Yeah. Y- y'all see any um, any dwarves come through here? Maybe with a bunch of loot? There's been all kinds of people fleeing the city for days. And um, we're just hoping at some point that, uh, that our scouts that go in are able to find a safe place to live. And it seems like that somebody's been in there recently killing a lot of the undead. Is that you guys? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't like toot my own horn, but... But yeah, we did some. But two, ten two, four. Two, two. <laughs> ten four, we done that. <laughs> we don't fuck them up. <laughs> I mean, if y'all went in town, you could probably finish them off, help them out. You know, okay. they might. They might could do that. I could. Might could. <laughs> so you kind of get the same vibe from both sides of the road, from the two different towns, and um, it just seems like as morbid as it is. Some people are going to try and profit off of what happened. Try and help rebuild the town with bringing people in from two other towns. I mean, they're within a couple of days of it. So when they first heard about it, there was curiosity. Then some people gathered. It's been a couple of weeks now. So hopefully yeah, Lenore, Lenore can help sort out who's. Uh, oh, I'm sure she would. The good from the bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are definitely, you can tell. There are some people there who are just interested in gain. Others who just want a new place to live. Maybe their town was too crowded or whatever it was. But there are people from all all parts of the spectrum the, within each of the two camps. Mm-hmm. And this goes along with that role we were talking about earlier, recruiting people to, to run the city. That isn't just two camps of really nice people wanting to move in and mm-hmm. redecorate. You get the, the full spectrum there. Well, I mean, a lot of the city is empty right now, so... Yeah. Like, even if they, they want to make money, they're like, those people aren't, they're not stealing the jobs from people. They're stealing it from, from people the that were deceased. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. you got to rebuild it somehow, I guess. That works. 
Um, is anyone else interested in speaking to the folks around, asking any other questions? How do you guys want to talk to the people who are about to enter Kingsbury, if at all? I want to make Who's about to enter Kingsbury? These two factions outside from the two cities nearby. Two towns. I'm going to keep saying cities. It's towns. Um, Walsh and Bainham, which are towns to the west of Kingsbury. There are two contingencies from these towns. Um, people from all walks of life who just want to resettle in the remains of Kingsbury. <clears throat> I wonder if we could... Um, I, want to, I want to see if there's any... Uh, Apprentice or journeyman uh, smithy guys that need a job work at my forge. I want to give you a 50-50 shot on this. Right. You pick odd or even and roll whatever die you want. <clears throat> All right, I'll do odd. We got over here. I'm going to roll something that's not mine. Pick something. Yeah, those are, I something think that's not yours? Why yeah, does that yeah. matter? There we go. I'm going to go odd on this. Oh, yep. you yeah. did roll a 20, though. That's yeah. got to count for something. My dice roll well. You yeah. really, really <laughs> They look tasty, too. Uh, yes, they're delicious. So, <laughs> can, you, can you add one to it to make it 21? There's at least... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll let you do that if you want to use the chip. All right. Okay. So, you find somebody who is a blacksmith in Bainham. And, uh, his shop wasn't doing so well, but he thinks it was because a couple of the shops in... Um, Kingsbury were taking business from him. Yeah. So he thinks now, well, hey, I, I mean, it's, it's an affiliate of my forge and from Valshan, but yeah, you, know, you can run it. Well, uh, the biggest, the biggest competition he had was this place called King's Metal. Well, you'd be running King's Metal for me. That would be so cool. I hope this guy's name's Phineas. Phineas, <laughs> it is now. Spelled with a PH, of, of course. course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I only hired So PHs. Phineas will run Phoenix Fire Forge. Phoenix. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Let me uh, make sure. And the next time we'll have to fight a Philip. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, that is the sheriff in Valshan, Philip Omiholis. <laughs> 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 uh. You don't remember him? Yeah. Here's your first guy. He was, your, he was the first guy that you guys worked with on the side of the law. <laughs> the law. Yeah. But he was a sheriff in Valshan. Yeah, I remember him. He didn't really do much, though. No, because. <laughs> if you guys want to. Help us out. He's the only to... one, so yeah. him trying to chase around Whatever. people that are stealing stuff all around the city. <laughs> That's why you guys were recruited. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was your first, um, your first mission. <clears throat> Excellent. All right. So you got Phineas, who That's will go um, work in King's Metal, a division of Phoenix Fire Forge. Awesome. Got that taken. All right. Anything else? Good to go. So we, we want to warn work? them, like, hey, this town has been, you know... Yeah. It's stuff. rock bottom the right last, now. Pretty you know. much. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons they're there. They have scouts that go kind of look and see what's going on. So they know it's a mess. I'm and they want to be there and rebuild. They figure, well, that squatter is the wrong word, but they figure they're going to go in there. They're going to find blood. a place Take that nobody's stuff, alive man. with, and they're just going to rebuild it. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I wonder if, uh, and I'm not saying we should, but I mean, Uriel's kind of pretty badass with his immolator stuff. Want, <clears throat> oh, yeah. Do we want to make any kind of statement that, <clears throat> I don't know how exactly to say it, but Kingsbury is kind of under our protection or that we expect noble behavior from them and have you, like, make a little flame dance on your hands or something? Well, there's already fires here. I could make some, well. yeah, I can make it, yeah, you know, impressive. Well, I can try to do something impressive. I don't know if we care or not. I'm out of chips. Uh, <laughs> if you Lenore care. is still back there. If you care enough, it sounds like you are either parlaying. Um, Want to smoke some pipe? 
right. So if you're parlaying, the idea would be you want something out of them and you have something that they want. Now, if you're threatening them, you're threatening them with something. Yeah, we're not trying are to. You threatening are we, them yeah, with I don't want to be those guys. It subtle, subtle intimidation, maybe, or, or right. persuasion, more than persuasion. So that wouldn't necessarily be a parlay. I would just say that this would probably end up being a defy danger role for somebody, and how you uh, approach it is what it's going to be. Yeah. Because with parlay, it really is you have something they want, they have something you want, and you're making a ne- negotiation over it. Well, and it's up to you guys. I don't know if we would do that, but my inclination I mean, I mean, might be... I mean, we got all these strangers going into Kingsbury. We don't want it to end up a free for all. But the, the well, worst, so these the aren't necessarily guy. like bad people. They're just people like, hey, we have these towns, and okay. oh, to be clear, we, we want to move. Our bad, right? But yeah, but yeah. it's not like we can't judge a whole group right. by like a couple bad apples. No, no I, right. I agree. I'm just saying we might want to. And there's still going to be people are, coming from San Angelique. Oh, we can go back now. It's just still going to yeah. be th- those people could be bad too. The guys that ran the town, they could be a bunch of crap. There's some badasses out there. I mean, there were some bad people in the town before, right? So you're gonna, you know. I mean, this you being guys a much smaller population. You just have to uh, hope that the people who try to maintain law and order aren't, you know, like, was Glorin or whatever his name was? Well, yeah. Or you not can that suggest guys. to them that if they don't, you might fry them with a fireball. Yeah, I might open up the sky and rain fire on top of them. Is that how you want to do it? Which, I, I mean, mean, people, they might have, have they heard that story? Like, is that the guy? Because I kind of stand been, out. Let's say it's been three mm. days. No. And, um, sure. I don't see why not. I, now they wouldn't recognize you by sight, but you might be able to give a demonstration. Right. They've heard about and anybody who has checked it out or, or may have been nearby would have seen fire raining from the sky. Okay. Mm-hmm. They probably mm-hmm. just didn't see you because they wouldn't have been right there watching. Yeah, yeah. So you have to demonstrate <laughs> who know. you are. It's gonna be a tough one. What you know about this? What kind of tricks do you want me to do? <laughs> you get what I'm saying, though. Oh yeah, I'm I get. Just I let, mean, I get letting them know that maybe we're keeping an eye on things. And I like I mean, the idea to help influence how yeah. Kingsbury is reborn. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Use my Zuko style to like form a phoenix out of the flames that are in the, uh, the okay. burning, whatever's burning around the campfires. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you make like a phoenix. Almost like, like a like, death's head in like the Harry Potter idea. Yeah, you, like, you, you juggle like, and then just throw up a like. Yeah, a little phoenix. So yeah. do you want to get the same message to both camps? If so, then before you do that, I want to, I want to hear from somebody else. How do you bring the leaders of both camps together? Because right now they're you, not adversarial. You're the charisma guys. That's, uh, not, my, that's mm-hmm. not my play. Orgy in the road <laughs> in five minutes. There's a hawk okay. orgy like right well, over. Orgy's not the answer to all the questions. I have the halfling weed. <laughs> you can I parlay. I have the halfling weed. I have plus one parlay if we need it. If we're going to parlay. I mean, we but spark the, up, we chat. The idea of the parlay is you have something they want. What is it you guys have that they want? They want access to the town. Yeah. But, but we can you, go. No, you can't go there because it's our town. But can you actually stop them? We can threaten. We can threaten, right? Yeah. Right. Because yeah. they are, they number probably in the thousands, and you guys are. I don't four. know. I can watch the world burn. Mm. I mean, I don't have that yeah. when I was asking <laughs> questions. <laughs> when I was asking questions before, <laughs> the they asked dash, guys. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. What were you saying? That's, that's they sort of asked about like, oh, were we the people that were clearing it out? And I, yeah, yep. And I did say yes. Yep. So maybe and they definitely appreciate that. So they don't have to go in and die. Maybe so that there's like itself, a rumor would, yeah, those guys. would filter back to the, the leadership that, oh, this is the, the And then how would you it. use that information? I guess that's what I'm looking for. So sure, the rumor may reach them. How do you use that rumor to get them to come talk to you? Mm. See, I would be hoping that um, maybe they would see us as like a powerful ally that they could have for their side mm-hmm. and that yeah. they would want to come 
and meet with us so that they could be like, oh yeah, the guys that cleared out the town were totally with us, so we're cool to go in there. Yeah, do you want to be with us or against us? No. We're a small group of people we took out. We cleaned up that town on our own. So let's say they don't just come out to meet you. How do you get them to come out to meet you? Because <clears throat> they've got their own plans. Just to hear that you know somebody else is out there, not too big of a deal right now. Let's have a barbecue. Throw a barbecue. Well, invite everybody. we should probably tell them to be careful because there's no leadership in the town. It's basically like a free-for-all. I mean, there's really... But do we want to say that? That's yeah, because the then you're saying, oh, it's free for the taking. Yeah. I mean, Because there's, 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 le there's leaders of these two people, factions. Yeah. In this thousand group people, are there women and children? Oh, are yeah, they yeah. just men? Yep. Okay, well, I mean, they're obviously looking life. to settle. Exactly you know? the point, yeah. They're looking to settle in the capital of the world. Right. It's like so, if New York City was ransacked, yeah, people so from like, like New Jersey know. would show up they and want to take over. <laughs> this is what we're going through, right? Okay, Massachusetts so and New Jersey know. now want to occupy New York City. Like, there's a touch of anarchy going on. Yeah. You know, like, and that's that's something that should be, I think, said. Mm -hmm. Well, his thing is, like, how do we get, and granted, we only need to get a couple people from each side to, like, come together we can have a meeting with. Right. You want the people in charge to yeah. come to a meeting. <clears throat> yeah. How are you calling that meeting? Because they don't have shield. pagers or cell phones or anything. Uh, How are we calling this just, meeting? Just yeah. ask. <laughs> hey, go get your boss. I can make a big phoenix. And that works. In the sky, maybe we'll come by. Where's point. that coming from? Yeah. Right. I'll try to do that. I could have Cloud go up and lick them. <laughs> oh wait! <laughs> like everybody. Oh wait! Think, oh wait! Um, she's a, the druid has special meeting calling powers. <laughs> she's got the some new, druid she's got has some new skills some new now. Powers, yeah. yeah. Um. So let's see. I can shape shift into a bugle. Elements: fire, water, air, <laughs> earth. To call the meeting. Yeah. yeah. I mean. And the reason I, I want to spend this time on it, it is the capital of the world. Yeah. Let's make sure that when we walk away from this, that we know what we're walking away from. Right now, you're walking away from a city you've partially cleared, yeah. left somebody in charge of the hospital, and then there are a couple of groups outside waiting to just come in. So who knows where that leads. If you guys want to, uh, want to influence that, which it sounds like you do, mm. let's make sure we do that before walking away from it. Hmm. I think we should just tell each side, just... Pick a random person, tell them, hey, go get two or three of your leaders and bring them back here. And if they don't, we start playing with fire. And, and that's their, easy enough. I just want to make sure we get to that point. Mike had mentioned that, that too. Just fine. tell somebody. I could literally write messages in the sky if I wanted to. Really? You're like a skywriter. Do you have a biplane to do that? That'd I mean, be pretty cool. I could shift into air and write messages in the sky. Or arrows, or symbols, or whatever, to be like nice. that way. Hawk orgy over here, five miles. Hawk orgy, uh, uh, you, you town look up, meeting. You look up one morning and it says, ghoulfish loves you. You uh, know, surrender yeah. Dorothy. Surrender that too, yeah. <laughs> like, Dorothy's like, oh, not again. <laughs> she surrenders every other day now because the druid got this new power. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But I uh, know all of these things are good. So now let's say, because a couple with? of people have said it, we just got messengers. People you talk to say, oh, yeah, I know the guy in charge. I know him. I know her, whatever mm -hmm. it is. And within a day, 
you're able to set up a meeting. You get from both sides, you get two people. And um, from, I keep closing it so I can't see what they are again. But from um, Walsh and Bainham or something? Walsh and Bainham. From uh, Walsh, there's uh, kind of like the, the, um, the captain of their guard and their mayor, uh, both guys. And then from Bainham, it's actually women. And one of them is uh, the, like the banker at Bainham and their mayor as well. So you get these four people who say who, who show up and see because you guys are out are all going to be in one spot um, somewhere where it smells of hawks and sex, right? <laughs> Hopefully and not. Does smell like strawberry and coconut and pineapple? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, they approach, and so you guys have done a decent job clearing out or, or, or helping to clean up our new city. What is it you want? I mean, listen, uh. We got stuff to do, but I mean, we want to make sure that that y'all are gonna go and do this right. So, could you? I don't know. Like, I'm a paladin of Josia. Like, I am the law. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> like, I am the law. The paladin has a move called "I am the law." So, uh, if you could, like, I don't know, do do this right. Like, do right for all the people. Uh, not just, like, money-wise. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, y'all. <laughs> Come on, y'all. If you don't want to get fruit punched. My middle name is Eloquent. What yeah. is the I am the law move? Uh, Go ahead and say it, Mike. When you give an NPC an order based on your divine authority, uh, roll plus charisma. On a 7+, plus, they choose 1. On a 10+, plus, they... Uh, you also take plus one forward against them. On a miss, they do as they please, and you take a negative one forward against them. So if they would either do what I say, back away and flee, or attack me. Yeah. Now, here's where the role is really going to explain what happened. Either they um, are on board with Josiah to begin with mm-hmm. and take your, I don't know, less than committed command yeah. <laughs> and roll with it or they don't give a darn let's find out so plus charisma we aid him anyway um if you take a moment to tell me how you would have prepared for this meeting yes you have time how would you prepare for this uh presuming I'd let him roll and if he fails you do your own roll because okay. i think you could uh, be very persuasive i got you it's a different kind of yeah it's more intimidation well I, I mean you could also just have give him fire wings as he's talking <laughs> you know you pick how you okay, want to do you. this yeah yeah i could really yeah yeah play on the whole divine power thing by yeah. doing that yeah bending the fire to look it look like you're almost doing it too okay that'll work sounds good go for it so just a straight up Try aid, yep, roll. aid. That'll give him a seven. So I'll give you a plus one. Okay. Let's see how that goes. Which is good because you don't have the charisma modifier mm, to begin no, with. So good. You trust it anyway. Yeah. That's a ten on the dice plus one and makes it an eleven. There we go. Very nice. So it turns out the um, <coughs> um, the mayor, the woman um, from Bainham, is a follower of Josia, and oh. she had planned on actually checking out the cathedral first. And she's very interested in, in hearing how the cathedral held up under the, the siege from the undead. Well, it unfortunately did not. So I was meaning to get a message out to, to y'all, but um, yeah, it was uh, a massacre in there. That's really horrible. I'll have to go straight there. 
I mean, that sounds good. I, I'm, can you get a message but, out to the, the other temples? Please? Oh, definitely, definitely. We can send a message out. We'll send it by sex hawk. <laughs> All right, I, I hear they're real fast. Yeah. Especially we'll see, that one over there. We'll Hawk see if wind. Eric's available. <laughs> well, and as a, as a good follower of Josiah, sex. you will surely work to ensure that justice is done for all as Kingsbury is refounded under your watch. Definitely. And she's genuine. Oh, definitely. For sure. Uh, that is great. That is what I could hope for in this meeting. It. My party wanted me to do. <laughs> <laughs> very, very convincing. Uh-huh. Go, Joe. Go, Joe. Go, Joe. So you can leave this area with the assurance that both sides are are ready to do good as they enter the city. Okay. Did Sex Hawk see anything? Okay. Then we can, yeah, flip scenes. Uh-huh. Um, um, I know you want what's on my mind. <laughs> So, um, Breton's vision changes to um, seeing through the hawk's eyes, and you can just see one feather moving up and down fast in front of him. (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, he's able to follow the trails that you've described and looking for the the dwarf and the stone things. Um, And although there's no vision of them, you you don't actually spot them, Eric is fairly sure that they went into uh, some underground thing over in that hill over there, you know, and it's just like a couple of miles to the west from where you are. But the trail definitely leads to an entrance um, that goes underground. And as a hawk, he doesn't really want to fly in there. Probably couldn't even turn around to get out. Good enough. So Trilla, you find some good lady hawks to make. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> Yes, Absolutely. I did. I got a handful right here. They a are handful. ready to go. I don't want to metagame Joe. <laughs> Two in the hand think, is worth what? I think she should have to roll to see whether she found Lady Hawks or oh, not. Damn it. I wasn't. I that was sounds open. like a hot charisma roll. <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> no, I kid. I kid. It's the Me Too era. Yeah, well, there's a druid move. Or maybe it's a ranger move. Something about summon the pack. I don't remember. One of, the, one of them has it. Maybe ranger, I don't know. You're able to bring animals in, something like that. I think it's usually a part of transforming. Is it? Okay. Like if you're a pack animal. That could be. Mm. Okay. In which case... No, I was mostly <coughs> kidding. I don't want Trill to actually have to have sex with Eric. Well, not necessarily, no. <laughs> Who I mean, even is she Eric? Wants to. The, the hawk? Sex hawk. The hawk. Sex. Who's this, who, how did we determine that Mike was going to be the sex hawk? Because he did the He voice. just started <laughs> doing the voice. He okay. played the hawk. Himself. I, I know feel I that it was a clear choice. I felt like I heard yeah. a lot because yeah. all of a sudden we have a sex hawk. He's like, yeah. where are my hawks at? I didn't know what was happening. And I realized, oh, wait, he's the hawk. <laughs> he is. I found some lovely, lonely lady hawks. Excellent. Oh, lady hawks. Lady hawk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some lady hawks that are just Parker Howard's running around here somewhere. ready to go. <laughs> They're interested. All right. They're willing. I mean, that's important in a hawk orgy. <laughs> 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 they really like that unique mark on your uh, on your feather. Oh, they, really? Oh, uh, yeah. You might oh, want to keep that. Uh, they think you're super special. They're special. like, that's uh, pretty he cool. has a croissant on his arm. <laughs> oh, they, hawks love croissants. Don't tell them it's a bow hawks and arrow. croissants. Uh-huh. Croissant. <laughs> They're looking for an easy, a, a gentle and easy lover. Oh, that is excellent. Uh, he's an easy lover. 
He'll get a hold on you. They are looking for what they can get. Like, they are ready to go. Excellent. I I appreciate it. All All right. So, as the ranger, I feel like I have paid my (laughs) proper debt to Eric, who has served us well. As well as Trillium feels like she has paid debt to. Well, and I I believe that I... Uh-oh. Did you really have a bond to get a hawk orgy? Trillium is a friend of nature, so I will be their friend as well. I feel like Bretton and Trillium just keep... I just there's keep some, working my bond. Some, we got it going on over here. <laughs> Brett and Trillium. <laughs> and I guess if Mike's going to stick around, I need to make a bond with um. Alright, so here's how we're going to treat it. Similar to when you have a failure and you would get an experience, if you think you have fulfilled the bond and the players agree, take a chip and cross that bond off and we can write another one. Well, she might think that my trying to pimper out to Eric does not <laughs> mean that I was her friend, but I do. Well, conveniently, <laughs> she's right here, and we can ask her. So, Is I don't know. Like, I feel like we just worked synergistically I know, to use we, nature to our advantage. Right, oh. and I mean, you <laughs> gave the you synergy today. Um, Pimping nature. Like a druid thing, mm-hmm. right? And I think, well, no, I didn't gain a ranger thing. But only because it, it complemented, or it mimicked so many of my, right, right. you know, moves or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm good with I'm good with forming a bond. I thought I already had a bond with Brad. No, we do. But so when you have bonds in Dungeon World, when you role play in a way that, like, fulfills the bond or yep. kind of makes it true or makes it happen. Or if at you, any point you feel it's no longer relevant, like it couldn't possibly be fulfilled and it doesn't matter anymore. You can that bond goes away and you get an experience point. However, we don't play for experience points. We use the chips that allow you to use a plus one at a roll later. Right. So okay. I would do the same thing with bonds. And if we think a bond has been fulfilled, oh, yeah. let's get rid of that bond, grab a chip, and we'll take some time to uh, come up with a new bond. Actually, this may be a good time. We've got a, a, at least a few minutes left in this episode. Does anyone want to address bonds they have and update them? Kurt, you mentioned well, you don't have one. Well, I have a question because the only blank space I have left, I don't really like. Um, yeah, unless can, unless Mike right. thinks it fits because it's, you know, blank has no respect for nature, so I have no respect for them, which I don't feel like nah. that no. fits with anything about the way we're playing. Those are just the predefined ones. It's kind of like the look. You don't have to pick stuff from the look, right. uh, you know, what your character looks so like. I need to think about it, but I probably would yeah. like to come up with one for Laramie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Laramie has a voice that I like. So I will sound like Laramie. Uh-huh. Except you'd accomplish that like every the next time. I love that it's Laramie and uh, not like Laramere. Because uh, in my head, I think fantasy Laramere. Uh-huh. But like Laramie sounds like Laramie Bernstein. Laramie. Country boy. You know, yeah. yeah yep. Like good old, good old he's boy. A, he's a good old boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Although I sort of think that my blank space actually. Uh, goes well with Trillium, oh. uh, especially after the threat of hawk sex. Um, <laughs> Trillium is a brave soul. I have much to learn from them. <laughs> yes. Oh, I definitely think that works. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Especially I can... after the threat of hawk sex. Right, uh-huh. after the threat. I'm, I'm okay with that. You yeah. call it a threat, she calls it another Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else, excuse me, anybody else have a bond yeah. that they would want to update, change? Um, I know, Kelly, it might be tough because you haven't been here a bit. I know. But, that's I haven't visited bonds in a but minute. Based so. on how you see you characters do working. And it doesn't have to be what's written. So, for example, you could um, the, the whole point of a bond is it drives the relationship between the characters. Right. So you could do something like 
Uriel's constantly setting fires to things, I will try to convince him to stop. And then as long as you play that out at some point, that works. That's the important part. It drives a, an interaction. Do you want me to tell you what I have already? Like, sure. I just yeah, wrote I don't remember. Space. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, it just says, the spirit spoke to me of a great danger that follows Uriel. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. And then the one for Breton says, I have showed Breton a secret right of the land. Uh, oh, Which I think that has been established like in the last few sessions. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, because, I mean, he mm -hmm. rode me, so. <laughs> That's a secret right of the land. Uh -huh. There it is right there. Yeah, <laughs> which was secret before we put it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody just rides me, like, yeah, but no that, problem. And, that, and now if that's the case, if you think that one's done, which I would agree with. I would if, agree, If yeah. you go with that, then um, you would cross that one off okay. and take a chip that you could use later. So I, I need here. one and then you can get one. You can pick whatever color you and want. So then, do we create another? Like, do I create mm -hmm. a new one for Trillium? And she so the whole one. point of making sure you have bonds is because I want you guys to be using the aid roll. Mm. Right. And yeah. in order to get any pluses on your aid roll, you have to have bonds with that person. Right. So I have one with Uriel that I haven't really played out because I haven't focused on it. But remember, we were kind of from the same area originally, mm. and I had I have guided Uriel before, so he owes me for it. Which is not a huge deal. It was just the idea that I had done a favor for you. I have a similar one for you. I cast something into the fire for Breton and still owe them their due. Right. So at some uh -huh. point, yeah. right. So at some point, I'm going to call on you for something yeah. big. And I have one from Lenore. I will teach Lenore the true meaning of sacrifice. Which when I did my world, you know, watch world burn, I have to sacrifice. Something. I sacrificed part of my memory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of, I don't uh, know if she knows that. Right, that's, that's the tricky the thing. part. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing I don't know. And then I have an empty one, which was, has felt the hellish touch of fire, now they know my strength. And I know he had the whole undead thing. He had that undead rib thing or whatever came out. I don't yep. know if that would the, count well, the, or it not. It was a demon. Yeah, I don't know rib. if that counts yeah. or not mm -hmm. uh, to fill in. Or if not, last one? Yeah, that's interesting. How it's does blank. That? Has felt the hellish touch of fire, now they know my strength. So I don't know if that would go oh, well with him. Yeah. Like, it doesn't you really link to you. You didn't really do it to do anything to me. No, but it's... it's Well, this doesn't necessarily... It's weird because it has felt the hellish touch of fire. Now they know my strength. Not mm. necessarily that I did it to you, but you realize, like, oh man, he he drives power from that. And like my power comes from someplace that might not be good. Right. I mean, that could be like say. you had some other experience. I'm yeah. gonna rewrite. I have this. I might have to come up with some I'm gonna new come ones. up with a different one for my right, anyway. Like, liar me. Because I don't have can one I, for her either. Can I make a bond with Cloud? As long as it still applies directly to Breton, yes. I don't know. One of the blanks, it says, yep. um, I, which I haven't filled out, it says, has tasted my blood and I theirs. We are bound by it. And mm -hmm. I don't know. I think Cloud might fit well in that because I've been through some stuff. As long Cloud. as it relays directly to Breton. And, and now this is something that would drive your character forward, not necessarily in the past. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm getting ahead of myself then or okay. behind myself. I don't know. Am I, my, I'm, I'm coming from behind on myself. Yeah. My bonds for <laughs> Breton and, and Uriel are both sort of personality-wise that yep. I didn't really like actively go to change either of them. Mm -hmm. So I guess I wouldn't have accomplished either. Like I have Mine is Breton's misguided behavior endangers their very soul. And like he still does like yeah. everything that he did before. Yep. And like it hasn't really affected the group too much. 
aside from that one time where he almost got thrown in prison. Right. Well, he was in jail. Though. He was in jail because Kurt couldn't be here for an episode. Um, but <laughs> I haven't really like said, "Hey, cut that out." Yeah. <laughs> and like Uriel's is like. So l- let me go on that one for a moment. Part of the the thing with the bonds is if you feel they're no longer relevant. So for example, um, Laramie could get to the point where he's thinking, there's no way I'm changing Breton. I'm not going to bother trying anymore. Mm-hmm. In which case, that bond becomes irrelevant, no longer applicable. So that would close out that bond, gives you the opportunity to create a new one with either the same or a different character. Mm-hmm. So that's a one actually a good way to approach that. If you think Laramie may be done trying, even if he hasn't really, really tried, he may be done even thinking about mm-hmm. it. Like, it, Breton's incorrigible. Just let it go. That kind of thing. That could be a way to close out that bond. I think he's going to hold on to it for a little bit yeah. longer because I think there's a, a part of him that thinks that he might be a good influence on him. <laughs> but um, but we'll see. What is it that uh, I need to change? Your misguided behavior endangers <laughs> your very soul. Oh, are you talking about my li- my love of the ladies or something <laughs> there's, else? There's the imitating Laramie. You just uh, got the experience. Yeah, experience. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> and I f- Uriel's is um, has stood by me in battle and can be trusted completely. And I think he is sort of working his way to my trust, but he's also like sort of has that darkness to him that oh. he's not real <laughs> sure if if that's gonna come back to bite him a little bit. Now we just we kind of montaged through it, but the battles within Kingsbury, everybody was fighting. You know, it was. Balls out, kill everything, fighting. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the undead. There was no question if, if somebody was on your side or not, right? So that's right. something that could definitely tint your reactions towards him. And I don't know at any point, Chris, if um, Yurio would have done anything dark during that two days of you know killing bad stuff. Yeah, I mean, the thing that looks crazy, though, is that whole watch the world burn what I did. That's... Yeah. That's... Yeah, yeah, kind of creepy. That's otherworldly, Yeah. yeah. It's like he hasn't given me any reason to doubt him, but he still has this, like, very dark power. Yeah. He's it for good. It is like a mystery, yeah. so Laramie likes it, but, I mean, at the same time, he's... When's he going to flip? It could be like a... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, like any... Yeah, I kind of have the same thing with Uriel. Like, my bond with Uriel says, yeah. the spirit spoke to me of a great danger that follows Well, I like... Uh, I, I set up a lot of my characters that where they have this duality where they could... Yeah, there's like a mysterious vampire priest. (laughs) Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. They can go, right. Yeah. They're flawed, you know, very bad, you know, but he tries to be good all the time. Like back when we were at Mount Dumas, like I had every expectation that you were going to step up and be the the evil forger of the weapon. I'd thought about it, actually. Uh I'd thought about it, you know, take it that way. Could have happened. It didn't. It didn't. We're good. So right now he, he trusts him, but. Maybe not completely. Maybe he's yet. Drummond's boss. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. Maybe that's why he wants to set up forges all over the world. <laughs> so now I just need to put a maybe at the beginning of that <laughs> sentence. <Hold on. laughs> uh, um, I guess the, the last thing I would want to say before we finish up this episode is um, I do want to move the characters up another level. So if you want to start thinking of what you want to do with your characters. Because we are actually getting to, I think, uh, if i, I got to remember numbers here, this is going to be 26 or so into our campaign, and we usually go about 30 episodes or so, and I'd like to see the characters get their full, you know, the, the full breadth of the skills that, have, that are available to you. 
So we'll look at going up to the next level. In our case, it'll be seven. And we'll do a little bit of that before we start up our next one, where we will be, uh, again, hot on the trail of Drummond the Dwarf. Drummond. In the meantime, we'll wrap this one up, and we can all say... Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.